Welcome back to episode, what were we on, 15? 15, season 2. 15, season 2. Welcome, welcome, High Heat listeners. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hopefully we can waste your time for another hour and <laughs> some, <laughs> with some nonsense sports. Uh, we finally got a room now, finally. We did. And I know we always say in an hour and we go overboard just because just we like talking to you all, okay? We can't I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. So um, maybe, you know, maybe you'll get shorter today. Maybe it'll be an hour. Maybe it'll be... Hour fifteen. Who knows? I'm in wherever wherever the show takes us. I'm yes. in for. Yes. So yeah, you got a. Uh, you said you didn't have any firefighting stories. Um, might have one small semi funny. Well, you know, we got our new engine. Got rid of the nice. the old tank that we like to call it. How she drive? Oh, it's fast. A new uh, new Pierce. Um, they're a Gen three. They put the bigger motor back in them and. It gets it. You know, tinkered with it and made it <laughs> get under the hood and make it faster. Take the governor off, everything. You said so we'd man. never tell. Never, okay. never happened as your head's nodding <laughs> yes. So, yeah. No, did not. Well, share your story. Um, well, it was a few weeks back. Um, we got a call from a guy that, that was a fall with injury. And, of course, it's up the tallest hill that you got to march up because we can't get the truck up. So we're two bags huffing it up. Son's on the phone with the dad, says he's down, hurting, in pain, this and that, trying to get in. Well, every door is locked and deadbolted. So we're trying to get in. We're like, you don't have a key. No, we don't have a key. Um, so we're like, okay, we can't get in. We tried every window, every door. We've tried all our handy-dandy tools and everything. Like, hey, we're going to have to force the door, just letting you know. And he's like, okay, try do this door. Well, the hinges are on the outside for some reason on an out, on a this is their outside door and usually their inside hinges. So we're sitting there spending a few minutes trying to knock the pins out, pull the door open. We're sitting there. He's still on the phone with his dad. Um, we finally get the door pulled off. And when we go to pull the door off, it's a closet. <laughs> it doesn't even get us into the house. And we're sitting there like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you just watched us for like, 10 minutes running around this house trying to figure it out and and try to pry the door open. And he was like, yeah, the electric box is right here. And we were like, so what? What do you want us to do? Hack in and get the garage for him? He was like, oh, no, let's, let's try this door over here. So we go to another door. I started opening, trying to open the door that I can see actually inside. And he's like, no, do this door, do this door. Well, hinges on the outside again. So we take a few minutes to get the hinges off, pull it off. Try not to do as least damage as possible, but the dad gets off the phone and won't answer the phone anymore. So we start picking up the pace trying to get in. So we go a little bit faster and get those pins knocked out, and we go, and the deadbolt kind of pulls a little bit, pries it a little bit, but we get the door off. When we take the door off, we're in the garage, and there's another door to get inside. <laughs> and at this point, my captain's like, you got it freaking kid like this is ridiculous and the guy's like oh yeah we're in the garage you gotta get that door now and <laughs> so we go oh. to that door and there's no hinges on the outside so we're like uh we're forcing this one he said yeah go ahead i can't get all my dad like force it force it so i just turn around one donkey kick right to the middle and it's one there's either the super hard ones that open or the super easy ones and luckily this was a super easy one because it made me look like a freaking superhero mm -hmm. like i blew the door out like the frame went flying through the kitchen. The door flew wide open. It was oh, like, you've been working your glutes at the gym. Oh yeah. I've been working on the fitness, you know, um, and, and it popped open and we started walking in. Finally, we get to the back and help him up. And the guy doesn't even go to the hospital. Everybody shows up, tends to him, gets him in his bed and no, and he doesn't even go. And we're all like, We've got about four doors that are jacked up now. Oh. And I'm sitting there looking at the sun, and I'm like, Why, how do you not have a key? Yeah. I said, who locked the last deadbolt? Still didn't, I still don't know. I have an answer this day. I was like, okay, get a key. Keep it with you on your keychain. That way, if your dad calls, he lives right down the road. The sun does. And I was like, and don't have us bust open doors that don't get us inside. I was like. You know, the way people are nowadays, it would be surprising if. He locked the deadbolt, mm -hmm. went out the garage door, locked it, went out the actual garage door. Yeah. Shut it. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, oh, I yeah, forgot. Jumped the beam. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it was, 
it was one of those that I was like fuming when it was happening. I was like, we've literally spent like <laughs> 10 minutes on doors and this guy's gotten worse. And then the fact that we had to hurry because he wouldn't answer the phone. And then he was all right the whole time, just fell and needed help up and maybe had a few bumps and scratches, but nothing yeah. critical. Not and knowing was, if something's broken, <laughs> cardiac arrest. Or we thought he, like I thought he was dying. It was just yeah. like, okay, dad stopped answering the phone. Like the sun started getting kind of panicky. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, we got to get this door open, this and that. And so next time I think we're just going to go to a window and pop those locks off and that uh -huh. way you can just fix those faster. Well, I just oh, thought yeah. we'd do one outside door with the hinges outside and be in the house. We'd know we're going to go through three different doors. So I said by that third door, I was like, this is your fault. You, you deserve this by this time. Oh, yeah. I'm, over, I'm yeah. over this. So yeah, we had that to laugh about once we got back to the station. I was just like, dude, keep the key to your dad's house, especially if he's fall prone, like keep yeah. the key to his house. And normally in those situations, we'll go around to the, uh, the backyard door. And force that one just so it's easier to. Yeah. Well, that's the one I was working on. Yeah. But it did have glass on the frame, and I was like, I don't want to yeah. take Shatter. the risk of jacking it up. And so, and then he was adamant. He's like, try this door, do this door. We're like, okay, you know the house. This one should get us in. And no, a closet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like an outdoor closet. I was like, oh my gosh. I said, why are we here? And we like walk in, and we're like, <laughs> it's like smaller. It's like a quarter of this room. And we're like, what are we doing? He's like, yeah, the the the. Electrics right there, and we're like, and what do you want us to do Not about a fire. It? We don't yeah, need this. We don't need this. So yeah, oh. we're just kind of laughing about it. After. I was like, well, we got some good practice, and we forced three doors, yeah. forced two, and donkey kicked one. So <laughs> if you never kick the door in, it's a, it's exhilarating. So don't try it at your own house. Try it at somebody else's. So yes. no telling if they got it fixed or not. But I mean, we got to the patient. That's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> no, try it at your in-laws or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. no, no. Not mine. You can try to get yours if you don't. No, no, not, yeah. not mine either. Are you okay? <laughs> Knock it out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you'd be invited back over or not ever again. Right. Um, yeah, that's my funny story. You said you didn't have any? No, uh, just, no more bums running naked around? No, no, no more station. bums running naked in the station. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it really is. You know, I, I was sitting here thinking while you were talking, my mom actually sent me a. Uh, a deal last night asked if I had heard about the call from our shift of the night and it was one of our downtown stations. So I was looking at it and the notes read possible mutilated body in the dumpster. Lots of blood took pictures. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what else came out of that, but then the chief complaint said cardiac or respiratory arrest. It was like <laughs> more like, Death? Yeah, one <laughs> like not breathing mutilation. <laughs> so, but no, that was no, that was I wasn't on that first hand. It was just uh, in our call notes. So I went back and looked it up, and it's all it said. Never heard anything else no, about it. No, I didn't. Nothing on uh, the news, or probably some animal or something. Man, hopefully it's just an animal, not a person. That'd mm -hmm. be wild. Yeah. It's uh, well, we didn't say the date. It was December twenty-first, right around Christmas. Any big Christmas plans? No, we work Christmas Day, so. Yeah, we kind of either before or after, you know, like my dad's side is before, and then my wife's family side will, be, will probably be after, and then we'll squeeze our personal one in sometime in between there. Yeah. Um, so it's just a day you can celebrate it any day before or after. I had one more mandatory vacation day I had to use, so That's I took nice. it for tomorrow. That's nice. So now we get a, a four-day weekend before I get to go to work. There you go. So. I could use one. I'm going back and starting up tomorrow morning. <laughs> so I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I drove down here and then back in after picked him up. Mm -hmm. So, but I think that will lead us into. We want to start with NHL. We got a little, yeah, let's do it. A little flurry, the yeah. uh, uh, flurry, the goalie for uh, Minnesota Wild. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to wear a helmet to honor Native Americans, and um, NHL told him, "Don't do it." Or what, you'll be suspended or fined? Fined or, or yeah. yeah. So they pretty much threatened him not to do it. And his wife is Native American. And um, he had a guy by the name of Cole Red Horse Taylor who painted the actual helmet. So it's Native American heritage yeah. all the way and, around. And if you've seen the gentleman that's done it, is Native American as can be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. But the, the helmet looks fantastic. It's just got designs and kind of their their heritage uh, symbols on there and everything looks good. Well, 
the NHL told him not to wear it or he'll be fine, which he is a backup. He wasn't starting that day. And he said, well, I'll just wear it for warmups. And they told him not to even wear it for warmups. And he's like, whatever, I'll take whatever fines, you know, come about it. And um, I'm going to wear it anyways. So he wore it during warmups and uh, the NHL didn't even find him or question him or anything <laughs> about it. So, yeah, it was a, uh, one of those things that I guess he called their bluff. This is another weak moment for NHL where they're forcing people to not do stuff, but then turn around and people are doing it anyways. You know, mm-hmm. like we talked about a couple episodes ago about the uh, special Jersey night, yep. um, stuff like that. And it's just one of those where they look bad. This is another incident where they look bad. Well, somebody probably got a hold of like, Hey, you can't do this. Look at this guy's background. Look who mm-hmm. made the helmet and look at his wife. Yeah. So there's a reason he's doing it because it's close to his heart. Yeah. Well, I think it's so wishy-washy on their rules because they make Golden Knights goaltender um, Logan Tom- Thompson. Uh, he couldn't have a cancer ribbon on his helmet because the NHL denied him for it. But then again, you had two other goalies that wore uh, hockey fights cancer on their masks and allowed that. So it's one of those where – they need to just get some ground rules and stick with it. They're so wishy-washy that nobody has respect for them anymore. Yep. So it's one of those uh, situations that it's just only going to get worse before it gets better. Well, I think all my volume's down. I think we're good. Hopefully we don't get any reverb on that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out. Well, it's hockey. Yeah, yeah they, it's they hockey. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was talking to my, my, my brother Bryce up in Canada, and he was like, I want to get on another one, so we might have him back on. It's yeah. about halfway through the season for hockey season, which that's flying by. Um, I'm in a fantasy league with a bunch of Canadians up there, and I'm last place right now. So I'm like, <laughs> this is why I Wait, don't. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. Yeah, they go like by assists, goals. Uh, if they do a goalie goal, it's like six points, like the oh. most ever. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, but I usually was floating around three or four for the last first three years. And this year I drafted off my phone instead of a computer and I'm like dead last by like 200. Like it's not even funny. It's bad. I don't even pretend like I know anything about hockey. Puck goes in the net. It's a goal. That's all I know. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. Have you ever been to a live game? Actual game? Um, I've been to a Stars game once. Dude, we, I love them. We need to go in. Um, I know the general manager helped me with my brother's kind of thing where he, they brought him down and rolled out the red carpet pretty much for him. Um and stuff and they keep in contact so he still brings them to games when they go to canada so when the stars plays ottawa he goes every game which is every other year and um they still keep in contact and i was like dude hit him up i said i want to go to another stars game with that even if i'm looking for tickets i said i just want to go meet him see him again and thank him again for how much he did but yeah that's just where they're wishy-washy they're going to be fighting a lot for a long time with the back and forth on the rules so Mm -hmm. good luck to nhl on that one well, let's, um, you know, speaking of rules and being wishy-washy and going against yourself, let's, let's go into NCAA football. Mm-hmm. You know, we spent a whole time, a whole episode basically talking yes, about that. Yes, Florida State has filed an appeal yeah. on everything. They want answers. They want to know why. Yeah. I don't blame them. I would, too. And basically what it's done is now you're not really going to have a very – well, I'd say competitive game between Georgia and Florida State. And I say that because, what, four, at least four of Florida State's main players have foregone the bowl game to declare for the NFL draft. Yeah, some big-time players. I mean, why would you play in it? What's the point of playing in it yep. if you don't need to be in it? Um, like we said recently, the Christian McCaffrey rule where he started doing that, where he wasn't playing for a national title, so why play the game? Mm-hmm. And kudos to them. They're going to make a bunch of more money. Yep off the draft and everything before they, and so why play a meaningless game? Which, I mean, a lot of people say it probably means something because if Florida State beats Georgia, then they could prove, actually prove um, that they deserve to be in there. Um, what I read up on it was that this general, attorney general for Florida is trying to file an appeal. And actually DeSantos is, DeSantis, yeah, DeSantis is going to allocate $1 million out of their $115 billion budget uh, to pay for any legal actions that they have to pay to get it filed or whatnot. Um, he's got some backlash on that, but I mean, if that's what Florida, Florida wants to do with money, go for it. Um, their main, their main thing they're trying to prove is if once the bowl games are over, if they made less money 
playing in the Orange Bowl than than what Alabama's going to make in the Sugar Bowl. I think it's Sugar Bowl. Yeah, uh, then they can show a loss. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the main legal thing they're trying to do uh, with that is show that they 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 had a loss in profit revenue and that that was pretty much taken from them because mm-hmm. you know somebody uh, chose Alabama over Florida State. Oh, absolutely, and you know it's 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 garbage is what it is. Like something mm-hmm. like that should never happen. So that's kind of the main thing is with the lawyers, with the law side. I mean, they said they – I've read it where they've had a good chance and other people are like it's just chasing stuff. You know, they just feel like they need to do that to show to Florida State that they're willing to fight for them type things. So, okay. Alabama's the Rose Bowl. Alabama, Rose Michigan's Bowl. the Rose Bowl. Okay. Texas, Washington, Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl, okay. So they're basically going to take whatever each uh, team gets from those bowl games and then match it to whatever they get during the Orange Bowl, and, of course, it's probably going to be a lot less because they're not the biggest TV deal, and, you know, fans might not come, and who knows if Florida State's still even going to show up. You know, we've talked about that. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see if they do all the warm-ups and then coin toss comes and they just go to the locker room and disappear. So we'll see. Uh, That's coming up. When is the Orange Bowl? It's like December 29th, 30th, somewhere in there. It's got to be after the Alamo Bowl. The Rose Bowl there. is New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Okay. Both so. of those games go to New Year's Day. Okay. And then the championships on Big Four is the eighth. Oh, it's that much later? Just another a week, week later. Another week later? I thought those were all kind of like mm-hmm. side by side. Yeah. So you got the Fiesta Bowl, mm-hmm. the ReliaQuest Bowl, and the Cheese It Citrus Bowl. Ooh. Are the three non semifinal bowl games on the first? Yeah. Then you have the All State Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl presented by Prudential. You know, don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. The two C- uh, CFP semifinal games are also on the first. Gotcha. And then a week later, the national championship. Such a long space. On January 8th. Yeah. So if they go to the 12 team, you think they're going to start it like two weeks after conference championship? Have it like around Christmas, and then your semis are going to be right after New Year's again. Probably. Or you can have it around New Year's and then your championship around the normal time. That was it. The they wait another two weeks, or they go week to week, right? They go one week, one week. Yeah. So instead of having two weeks or four weeks in between, they can just go two weeks around two weeks around two weeks around and play it in six weeks and yeah i'd give them a week off yeah and then play yeah i just i think it's wild that you get a month to prepare for one team and then you get one week to prepare for the national championship Mm -hmm. that just seems wild to me it seems like it should be well i mean you have that month so you're probably preparing for both with the focus on the team you're about to play yeah but then, so essentially, you're trying to prepare for three teams. I feel like as a coach, I would just be like, "Hey, we're going for one game, yeah. winner take all." Yeah. And then when if when we do win, then we'll start because that's what I'm saying. If you had two weeks, you know, start the first round earlier, mm-hmm. say around Christmas, give them two more weeks, and then play yeah. the national championship. Which that's probably only one year now with the 12 team. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the dates are going to look like. Probably do three. So, so it is going to a 12 team. It's not 18. Is it 18? Did I say 12? Sorry. It's, uh, I don't, it I don't was know uh, 12 and 4. So 16. Sorry, 16. I'm saying 12. There's there's uh, 12 that are going to find it out, and then top four yeah. get a bye. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 16 team should be. Or is it 8 and 4? I can't remember. I think it was 8 and 4. No. I'm changing it. I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't get. I've been. I've seen. I've been reading so many numbers the last few days. I'm like, oh, what is it? What is? It? I want to say it's twelve, eight and four, because the bottom eight are going to fight it out, mm-hmm. and then they'll get allocated. Four, they'll right. get re uh, seated, seated to play the top four. So then you'll be playing three rounds, basically instead of two. Gotcha. So yeah, they can do two weeks off after conference. The eight teams can play, and then the four teams get a four weeks off like they would regular bowl mm-hmm. game and then play team, yeah. two weeks play. Yeah. yeah I don't know where I got 16 or 18 or <laughs> we got all those numbers. 12, 12 is the final answer. Yeah. So yeah, I think that, that 
what is it? When did they finish conference tournament? champion like early december mid december like first week of december yeah it was first week of december. december 7th or 8th or something like that actually it was the last weekend of november first weekend of uh, yeah so you're waiting a whole month four weeks five six weeks to play yeah. give them two weeks off i mean i get trying to get healthy and players healthy mm-hmm. and that's why the bite the top four deserve that extra two weeks to get players healthy yeah. so four weeks off and you have four weeks to prepare for you know mm-hmm. that's where you prepare for whatever two teams you know yeah. you can help for so yeah, I'm excited to see the 12 team. I know everybody's excited, and they're just this is going to be dust in the wind about the 14, how Florida State got screwed over. But oh, yeah. um, I'm not sure Florida State fans will remember it forever, but I'm sure it'll be just a, in the rearview mirror once you get to 12 teams. It'll be after a couple of years, it'll be forgotten. Yeah. And then, then the uh, 12 and 13 seed can fight over <laughs> who gets in, you know, 13 seed and say, hey, we deserve to get in. But Everybody be like, well, you shouldn't have been a 13 seed. So the further down the list you get, I think the less people will care. Yeah. So unlike a four or five, that's a big deal. Let's, uh, let's stick with college sports and yeah. let's transition to NCAA basketball. Uh, we haven't had to talk about basketball lately. Okay. Um, I watched a little OU North Carolina, and of course, OU loses their first game of the season, the one I watched. Oh, uh, did they? Yeah, they were 10 and 0. Okay. Uh, I guess it's hadn't updated yet. I can read the top 10 rankings preseason and yeah. what they are now. So top 10, this was preseason before these 10, 11 games that they played. Uh, Kansas, one, Duke, Purdue, Michigan State, Marquette, uh, UConn, Houston, Creighton, Tennessee, Florida Atlantic snuck in there, Gonzaga. Gonzaga's 11, sorry, I went down to 11, my fault. So that was your top 10 uh, ending with Florida Atlantic. Uh, currently... You have Purdue, Kansas, Houston, Arizona, Yukon, Marquette, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Kentucky, Baylor as your top ten. Uh, the main I looked them up, the big bust so far was Duke. Duke was ranked second, and now I think they're twenty one. They're twenty one now. Uh they're yeah, they dropped that far. They're eight and six no seven and six, eight and four, somewhere. This, I had it wrote the, down. This has week seven, they were seven and three. Seven and three. And then also someone who's dropped out, uh Michigan State, they were ranked fourth. Now I think they're not ranked. I think they're six and five. Yeah, they're not ranked. Yeah, they got they played a hard schedule, but they lost to a few they shouldn't have, mm-hmm. and they're just above five hundred. So they went from fourth ranked to not ranked. Mm. And then the high risers, I had a OU who was not ranked before the year, went on a 10-0 run. Now they're ranked seventh, and they did just lose to North Carolina, but North Carolina's ranked 11th. So it shouldn't bump them down too much, but 11, uh, 10 and 1, yeah. not a bad record for starting, no. not ranked. And they've actually played some good teams. So they've, they, haven't, they haven't been playing any Joe Schmoes, but that uh, Big 12 is looking pretty tough. You got Baylor in the top, tw- top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Houston playing Big 12 now with basketball? I know they moved over to football, didn't they? I wish whenever they moved, like, all of them. Yeah, instead of just one year, one year. But I think they're Big 12. So you got Kansas, Houston, uh, Baylor, and OU all in the top 10. So you got four teams there. Just say they are four yeah, teams so in the top 10. Houston, 11-0. Yep, they're, these are all Big 12 conference. Houston, 11-0. BYU, 10-1. Kansas ten and one, OU ten and one, TCU eight and one, Baylor nine and two. Those will round out your top uh, six. Yeah. So I'm excited to see once conference play kicks in how that league's going to shape up. Uh, you always got, you know, I mean Purdue sneaky up there. They had that big dude that one year they made it and got beat out in what the Elite Eight, Final mm-hmm. Four, or something with that seven footer. <laughs> uh, I honestly haven't watched too much basketball, so hopefully we can get more in depth than that and. Have some upsets or whatnot. I like upsets. Yeah. Uh, speaking on college basketball with March Madness, sixty-four team single elimination. Great idea, or is it, or is there something that could be better? Weed them out. Weed them out. One and done. One and you like the one and done? Yeah. Oh, man, it just sucks that where you have one good team. I mean, I love doing the bracket. The bracket's the best part of March mm-hmm. is doing the bracket, filling them out, seeing if, how close or how quick it takes you to bust your bracket. Um, but I was just, you get, you can be the best team and come into the best team in a conference that no name conference and lose, you know, who was it? Loyola, Loyola, whatever makes it to the final four. 
Uh, or you made it to the Final Four one year. And it'll make these teams come out and take a little bit more serious, I think. So you're not going to look past these games that are scaring you because you should beat. You know that you can beat them, and you're winning by a buzzer beater. Yeah. No, I think it'll come out and be like, oh, crap, we got to have our stuff together. Yeah. No, we're going to get really embarrassed. I just feel like, if anything, basketball is the one sport that you could do like a – 12 team bracket double elimination double or something. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. And I just feel like that's probably the only sport you could do that. And then that way you give teams a chance if they do have a close game, like that one beats a or loses to an eight, you know, or seven by one on the buzzer, you know. But you can't beat more Spanish. And it's so many lovely upsets. There's never been a perfect bracket, there's been close. Uh, there's some teams where I'm watching or some guy's bracket I'm watching. I'm like, how did you guess mm-hmm. Lyola over UConn? <laughs> you know, it's just like. So let me ask you this. You, you get to that point, you know, you have your undefeated team then a one-loss team. Are you playing a doubleheader to, if the one-loss team wins? Because then you're both sitting in one-losses. Oh, I get you. I, just however double bracket, you got to beat them by twice, right? Because that yeah. was how they use the double. Yeah. And then – yeah, I don't know. Stra- hey, if that one loss team wins, strap it up immediately and go. Game three in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> right game now. three in an hour. Go get your IV, whatever That'd you need. We're playing, boys. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you can't beat the March Madness that one game, one one and done. But it's just it's wild. It feels like though, if any sport, uh, basketball could be the one to change a playoff. I mean, football already has. They used to do just one game, top two. Now they're Top four, now they're top 12. Mm-hmm. 12, we have it, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, interesting to see. Um, I usually don't watch basketball much until it gets close to March Madness, but it does help if I watch a little bit to where if I do do those brackets that you pay for it when you're, like, with you and your buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year I got, like, second place and won, like, 300 bucks out of it when I threw <laughs> 40 bucks down, you know, to play. So I, I watched Baylor one time and said, man, they look good. And I was just putting Baylor to win it all, and they did. And I was like, that's what helped me win it. <laughs> And so it was between me and a guy, and we both had Baylor winning it, so there's no way I could jump him. And uh, But I was happy with it. I was like, man, that's not a bad $40 bet to win. With the, 300 bucks. A bracket once, and I was uh, with the wife and the in-laws. And, you know, the Sweet 16 looking good, and then just crumbled. Like, yeah, like, I think it was you know, NC State and all them were going. Yeah. They just – melted down and like all the tops started getting beat and like, yeah oh, oh, oh. nothing hurts worse than when you got a team going to like the championship game and he loses in the 30 round oh, of 32 oh, years you oh, oh. red 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 like all the way till the championship and you're like gosh dang it i wish i switched that man i wish i didn't have that so yeah we'll get more on college basketball when it starts getting more in but uh let's stick with basketball and go yeah yo nba <laughs> oh man I wish I was there to pop some champagne and raise banners for a in tournament championship. Man, I, I think that the NBA is trying to tell them to build it up to make it to where it's more of a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel because there's yeah. no way this team was probably they're probably laughing the whole time. Like you're popping champagne for winning three games, or they were seven and zero or something like that. They did individual games for like kind of a pool play, and then they seeded. I think. Lakers beat the Suns, the Pelicans, and then beat uh, the Pacers in the championship or something. This was their NBA Finals is what yeah. that was. Yeah. You know, they, they crapped a year last year. They they got beat by the Spurs this year. They've gotten, mm-hmm. what, beat 2-0 and by the Mavericks so far this year, I think. Yeah. Right yeah. now their record's 15-13. and 13. <laughs> They're set eight in the uh, Western Conference. Ooh, we won an in-season tournament. We took right. it serious, and everybody else didn't. What was it? It was Shaq dogging on me. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, bro, you're popping champagne, raising a banner for in tournament. Yeah. You know, like you haven't done anything. But and then a lot of people were like, if this wasn't Lakers, nobody would be making fun of them. I said, I'd be making fun of anybody that oh, did absolutely. this. But then again, if there's champagne in the locker room when we win, I'm probably going to partake. So I mean, I can't blame them for right. partaking in the right. the free champagne in the locker room. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those where the banner raises, it just seemed like too much to me. I just think – I really think that the NBA is really pushing to make it a thing. Yeah. You know, stop trying to make fetch happen, you know, type thing. So, so if, we're, <laughs> if we're sticking on the joke thing, let's get to the – oh, man, Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. This seems like it's a case of a player whose career is coming to an end 
and he's trying to stay relevant. He's trying to be the bad guy in basketball when he's gone full uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, like CT, I think he has CTE. He probably has had too many times. Test. I mean, yeah, run our test, just all that. I mean, it's it's kind of disturbing though to where. So people ask, what does an indefinite suspension mean? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a parole board. You have to prove that you're fit to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, parole board, you got to prove you're fit to go back to society. For him, he has to prove that he is worthy to, of returning to play based on his current and past conduct. It, uh, it likely means he'll need to go through some form of counseling amongst other requirements that must be met. So they got like a board, they have an NBA board or something. Probably, that, that is he's got to go in front of. So he's got he's got five games, right? Was the first one he got five games for for choking mm-hmm. a guy out. Mm-hmm. They get in their each other's face, and he comes out of nowhere and chokes the guy out and holds on like a little too long, a little concerning too long. No, and he had been suspended for conduct detrimental to the team. He's he's on pace to break the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, ejections. He's sitting like 23 and the max was 29. So I forgot who had 29. Yeah. Somebody yeah. did. And, you know, last year he had the whole stomping on the groin incident. And he punched his teammate in yep. spring training, their spring training, whatever. Yep. Yeah. That's where. And he took a full-fledged swing on a guy What uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Took him to the ground out and knocked him out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what needs to be done, but it's going to get to the point where he's he's out for blood, and he's going to do whatever cost it takes to try to play this bad boy role. Yeah, I think he's trying. To, he's taking it too far, where he's trying to embody it too much, and he's just like, "Oh, I got to do something to keep it the enforcer or whatever." So I don't know. I hope he gets better. I don't know what kind of treatment he's seeking, but it's not normal. For anybody to act the way he did with, literally, if you watch the video where he just, so the guy's got a hold of his hip just barely, and then he flails purposely to elbow him in the face yeah. and like punch him or whatever, and then pretends like they got tangled up, and that's what you can definitely tell was intentional. Yeah, and it was, there was definitely intent right there. Oh, 100%. 100% it was. And it's just, I don't know how long it's going to be out. How long can he? How long before he has to come to the board? Like, can he try each week or each day? Or uh, they probably have a set amount of games, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, right here, if he's suspended for the remainder of the season, he'd miss fifty-nine games. Yeah. You know, and to be honest, that's what it may take. Yeah. You know, if you take something away from him where he can't be a bully, where he needs to really self-reflect and, you know, yeah. hey, you're towards the end of your career, knock it off or we'll, we'll, we'll end it for you. Or you can say one more incident like this and you're suspended for life. Uh-huh. You know, that could be the threat. Yeah. This happens again. Mm-hmm. You're out, you know. So you're sitting on strike two with a foul tip already, don't yeah. you? Know? Don't, don't even push it. Like, that's what they're going to have to do if he gets back. You know, they didn't sound mind to come back. So yep. it seems like a lot more than just personality. It seems like something else is wrong to me. Like, oh, yeah, definitely took to me falls on the court or something. Yeah. I don't know. So hopefully he gets back. But he he does hustle. He does. He's a fun player to watch. But then it, once he gets to doing stuff like that, it's like can't really respect mm-hmm. him that much. It's tough to to respect him once he does that. And I wouldn't want a guardian. That's for sure. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's the old proverbial loose cannon. Yes. Yeah. The enforcer. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, enough about basketball. What do you think about MLB? Unless you have one more thing to add to it. I had a little bit. Okay, uh, go for it. Uh, how bad these teams were combined. <laughs> no Spurs. No win November, apparently, for uh, Detroit. It's Ooh. San Antonio, Detroit, and the Wizards. Oh, man. Combined 1-51 and 51 record in the month of November. San Antonio went 0-17, Detroit Pistons went 0-20, mm. and then the Wizards went 1-14 with their one win being against the Pistons. <laughs> so that was their one win was against the Pistons. So um, it looks like Pistons on pace to be the worst team ever in NBA. Oh. I think they're sitting at 4-22. Uh, but then again, the Spurs with the number one pick, Wim- Wimbley, or Wimbiyama or Wimbiyama. I don't know. Some Lion King song. Uh, so, yeah, Circle of Life. Uh, 
they're all sitting at, let's see what they're sitting at. So you got Wizards at 4-22, and 22, and then you got a fight for last place in the West between uh, Spurs and Pistons. <laughs> uh, Spurs are 4-22. and 22. And then where are Pistons at? Oh, Pistons are way down there. 2-25. and 25. Pistons are 2-25. and 25. So they're starting a high school team? I don't know. I don't know, but I guess the most disappointing team would probably be the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Their record with Papa and is the head man, head guy. He's probably never had the record like that. And then to only win four games with the best player in the world, apparently now the most come up, you know, soon to be face of the NBA. Um, so yeah, that'll wrap it up for <laughs> NBA talk. Sorry, we got cut off there. Hopefully, we can splice that back properly. Um, but yeah, that's my NBA talk for today. Uh, Spurs disappointing Pistons. Worst team in the NBA history. Uh, and Wizards are trying to hang in there and get number one draft pick, too, or get their odds <laughs> up to get a draft, uh, draft pick. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go to baseball now. That was all I had to say about some terrible teams in the NBA. So, the biggest news in baseball. Oh, yeah. Highly touted free agent, Shohei Otani. Hit him with it. How much you making? Oh, man. For those that haven't heard, I'm sure everybody's heard. But. If, I ju- if I just had his yearly salary... After he deferred his $68 million a year, I'd be happy. I want just his... 10-year, what, 10-year, $700 million, mm-hmm. And he deferred $68 million of it, basically, so he can't get annihilated in California taxes? Yep. Because everybody knows that. I think they said that out of the $700 million, he would make three hundred forty-two if he took it all mm-hmm. in those 10 years that he was living there. Well, it was like he was getting taxed, uh, it was like 52% over the That's toll. Insane. Yeah. That's insane. They, uh, so the reason why he's doing that is that he can move anywhere after the 10 years and receive his $68 million a year under whatever taxes that he's living at. So he could go to Texas or, or would that be whatever the lowest taxes is the income? No, I'm thinking of uh, state, tax. state tax. I mean, Texas. He could go anywhere. Wherever. I'd go live in the lowest tax country ever for 10 years I think he's setting it up you know to come to Texas for a couple of years there afterwards you there you go there no you one go. two year deal you solidify a, an address and you don't have that there you go yeah that could happen so he's going to get two two mil a year for 10 years and then 68 mil for the next 10 years he's going to be the next Bobby but did you he's see the, did you see the opt out clause he had in there uh uh-uh, uh what is it where if like the, the staff gets fired I'm out. Really? So he just solidified old, yeah. uh, Dave Roberts? Yeah, Dave Roberts yeah. a job for 10 years. Yeah, if nice. Dave Roberts or any of the crew or like the GM or anything like that, I think if they get actually, I can buy Yeah. I love how the uh, Blue Jays thought they were getting in. They're like, a plane came in, Shohei's on there, this and that. And it ended up being like the Shark Tank guy with a with random person. Yeah, and they were like, oh, we're not getting him. I was like, yeah, you thought you had a chance? Yeah. No. Number seven hundred million. Yeah, they said his was the highest paid baseball player ever up to date, with Mike Trout setting at two with four hundred twenty six million, mm. and Mookie Betts setting at three sixty five. So him and Mookie accumulate for one billion dollars. Two players, one billion with a B. Him and Mookie, uh, and then Aaron Judge setting at three hundred sixty. Uh, Manny Machado at three thirty. And Francisco Lindor at six on three forty one. Um, so he's Got him beat by about two hundred and eighty something million. Uh, you know he's a good player. But I'm sorry after two years of arm trouble. Man, so it's you're risking. He got his money. And he's got mm-hmm. it guaranteed. So, uh, what did you say you're paying for two players? So you're getting three hundred fifty million for a great hitter, three hundred fifty million for a pitcher. Do you look at it that way? Right now, I think you're getting five hundred million for a hitter and two hundred for a pitcher. You don't know how well he's going to bounce back from. Yeah, and he had that what lat issue too. Last yeah. year, can he still hit with his arm issues though? Depends on what he does. So, yeah. So the free agent spending this winter by team. Okay. This is just some uh, eleven teams thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Dodgers seven hundred and seventeen million. Phillies one hundred seventy-two million. Diamondbacks one hundred twenty-two million. Good for them. Giants one hundred thirteen million. Royals, 105 million. They're looking to make a splash after a very disappointing year last year. They've been down ever since the World Series win. Cardinals, 99 million. Reds, 87 million. Tigers, 42.75 million. Mm. Braves, 30 mil. 
Your Texas Rangers, $26.5 million. Mm-hmm. Mets, $18 million. Gotcha. But we already agreed that Kansas City is going to win it because they took Will Smith. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So put your money down in Kansas City. We're saying it here first. Yeah. Uh, whoever, whatever team Will Smith, the pitcher, not the catcher, is on, is going to win it. He's won it three years in a row with three different teams he got traded to. Go put 50 uh, bucks, 100 bucks, or whatever. Astros, Braves, yeah. Texas, and then now the Royals. He's going to make it four in a row. So uh-huh. you heard it here first. Put your money down on it. Yep. $10 for Kansas City to win it. You'll probably make <laughs> out of 1000 So. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, they had the breakdown for his. Uh, this is if he took the 70, 7 million, 70 million a year instead of what the deferral he did is what it would have been like. Per month, he would have made or $5 million, $5.8 million. Per week, he would have made $1.3 million. Per day, he would have made $191,000. Per hour, he would have made $7,900. Per minute, $133 a minute. And he'd make per second $2.22 cents for per second if he was doing the 700 million per year so yeah i would like can i have just a week of the salary right just one week or just a bat or something just one maybe <laughs> but i mean think about it though he's going to be playing for a different team after 10 years yeah making 68 million from the dodgers and they'll probably pay him to play against him uh, think about if he goes to the giants uh, after that yeah. Well, it's like, but then uh, again, if he wants to keep playing, he's got to find a low tax state yeah. if he wants to keep it. So, mm-hmm. like you said, we need to find out who the lowest tax state is, and that's where he's going next. Is it Texas? In, is it income tax? Mm-hmm. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure he'll keep that in mind. Actually, he probably doesn't even care. He's making so much money. Yeah. So. Like, uh, Ten years I'm done. Yeah. Go back to the Shanghai Giants or wherever they are. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even play it. I just go travel. Never see me again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Any more MLB news? That's about it. That's about it. I know. Uh, well, they came out. Max Scherzer's going to miss probably half the season to a, a herniated disc. So I finally had surgery on that. He's still getting paid by like three different teams, so oh, he's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. And the Rangers paying the least amount of it. So. Get healthy, Max. That's a solid, <laughs> steal. solid steal from them to come in and pitch and win a World Series. Mm-hmm. DeGrom's coming back for Texas, right? Yeah, after the TJ, so it'll still, he'll probably be back, I'd say, July and August. Be my guess. Be good. Speaking of, you know, going around different countries from Otani and all that, mm-hmm. NFL. Yes. They have slated. I mean, let me let me look it up. I know they put a new one, Brazil. Five overseas games. Yeah. Are are the Jaguars now the London Jaguars or something? They're probably going to move them. October first and October eighth, two consecutive weeks, they're going to be in London. They did that this year, didn't they? uh, I think that's a bit of a unfair advantage because that helps them. That helps them because they dominated whoever they played the second game. I think Mm -hmm. it was Colts or something Mm -hmm. like that. Something. But the first game was iffy because they both traveled over there that week beforehand. They're both doing their jet lag, but then they stayed a whole week, practiced there, mm-hmm. and whooped someone's tail who just came over and got jet lag. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there is a new one in Brazil, yeah. and that might be better because you're going straight south. I think it's maybe an hour before New York Central Time, or I mean East Coast Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Peru on the west side of South America is Eastern Time, so Brazil maybe an hour or two more. So you're talking about three hours max. I think I would think the biggest deal there would be uh, elevation or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But so the 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 slated schedule, October first, Falcons and Jaguars in London. Mm-hmm. October eighth, uh, Jaguars Bills in London. October fifteenth, Ravens Titans in London. Mm. November fifth, Dolphins Chiefs, Germany. Colts, Patriots, November 12th, Germany. Did that one turn out pretty well? What was it? Chiefs and somebody else played in Germany, frankly, this year? I can't remember who it was. I I just don't have the... Nope. This is the 2023. It lied to me. It said it was 24. Um, So, scratch that. Check all that. Rewind. Uh, 2024 is looking like a, yeah. 
But anyway, I'm sure they'll have probably anyway, about the so same. It was the Bills that the Jaguars took advantage of. Yeah. So it well, was, that's a solid team. I mean, you get them jet lagged and play against mm-hmm. them. That's nice. Uh, yeah, they definitely they definitely did have an advantage there when it came to that yeah. for sure. Um, I know every team that went over there. What was the low scoring game? Was it Colts New England six to seven or six to three or ten ten three? I think it was. There's one touchdown and two field goals, something like that. And that's what those poor – actually, they probably don't care because that's more than soccer, you know, three or four goals. But the, the the other football? Someone did put it – someone did put it well to me. They were like, football, American football and soccer are pretty similar because all Americans did was just add six points to one score. <laughs> they said if they had it to where a touchdown was one point, you know, it would be like four to three, <laughs> you know, if it was 28 to uh, – 21 you know that would be four to three <laughs> if you looked at it that way i said what and that way it kind of does make sense you know we do have extra like field goals or extra points but if you just kind of score for at a goal as one it'd be looking like a soccer match score so that's fine it that way yeah do you find the uh abroad games Keeps telling me it's this, and then I look at it, and it's... I can't remember what who what teams are playing in Brazil. I just saw that they announced it. They might not even have them out yet. To be honest with you, they don't release the new schedule till like off season, don't they? I think that's pretty rude. Yeah, <laughs> they should let us know so we can inform the people. Because they're making us look at idiots. Yeah, I think they can judge like, hey, there's going to be three Europe games and one Brazil game, and say mm-hmm. we'll find the teams later. So yeah, but. I don't know. Whoever does the scheduling, though, they usually do pretty good where the last games of the season usually come down to meaning something. I know the baseball people. Isn't it a couple A couple out of, like, Pennsylvania does the baseball schedule, and there'll be baseball schedule for the last 20 years? Yeah. That's insane. That gives me a headache. I couldn't even do, like, one team schedule, no. let alone placing it all together, like yeah. saying, oh, this team goes there, this team goes there. But So, in 2024, the Jaguars will play at Wembley. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be two games at Tottenheim Hotspur Stadium and a game in Munich, Germany, in addition to Sao Paulo. That was um, said December 13th of this year. Okay. So the so Jaguars will be, be going back overseas. Yeah. So we, uh, December 13th would be like a week 15, 16. We're close to week December 13th. So week 21st. So, no, it's 16. So it'll be 15. Okay, yeah. Somewhere there. Yeah, 15. 14, 15. So later in the season, usually they were, did them earlier. They're like week, what, 8, 9, 10, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but it's, it's easy to forget because all those games are at 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. It was kind of cool because you could do 9.30 in the morning, you wake up and watch that game, and it rolls right into the 12 o'clock game. Right. And you roll right into the 3.30 game, right into the 7.20 game, and you're like, okay, we just sit on the couch all day and do nothing. So I'll enjoy my day off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I didn't mind it if I didn't have anything going on that day. But, For sure. So, yeah. yeah uh, anything I find, I can't find anything as far as uh, – I, I doubt they have the teams that play. They probably just know where they're going to be, and they don't have who's so. slated. Because I think they do, like, the scheduling. It's usually, like, a month after the season. Like, yeah, so, so 2024 20. released, you know, 2024, 25 yeah. season released. So, let's say, be looking for that after the Super Bowl, and we find it. So Yeah. But yeah. – yeah, the, the overseas games that were announced once again were from this year's. Gotcha. So, yeah. Definitely makes – I think they're just – is NFL just trying to figure out if a team would work from in Europe? I just don't think logistically you could. Know. Maybe South America if you have like, you know, it's well, within two or Mexico, three hours. They had the whole Mexico City. But uh, then the altitude got everybody, yeah. right? Everybody's struggling with that. With is the altitude. different playing in Denver? True. True. Send the Broncos down there <laughs> if you used to it right at home. Right. But yeah, they they got every every stadium's got its own, you know, like Miami built theirs specifically for a they got the the sunshine on the get on the visiting team. And, and they, they got go them in the shade and it's like how many of there's forty degrees. That's something right. like that. And they make them wear their dark uniforms and Miami wears white at home. At home, yeah. So I mean a little home cooking. I mean, look at their coach. I'd expect that. Man, have you been watching the hard knocks on that? Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to watch. I mean, he's a unique cat. He's got a crazy story. But watching him on hard knocks, I'm like, 
man, you can tell this guy is just not your typical Such an awkward human being. Yeah, he makes it work, though. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow makes it work. So good for him. Good for them. I don't know how the team feels about it, but, I mean, if they're winning, I guess everybody's happy, right? I mean, he, he lets apparently lets the veteran players tell him if he's going to play or not. So, yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Hope so. he doesn't because <laughs> I got playing against him. I'm like, I don't need you to play. So, yeah. Well, you won't have to this week. It'll be Stephon Diggs with another seven points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson with six. Mm-hmm. Exit, early exit to the game. So I got an idea. So if we're playing for third, let's go find the most scrubs we can so you can win the third. Have you seen <laughs> what we should do? Have you, what we should do? These guys were playing for last place. They got rid of all their players and just had two kickers and said, we're going to let the two <laughs> kickers decide who wins. And that just, it was empty, 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 empty. Prater and... Magnus or whoever the kicker is, you know, it was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's epic awesome. for last place to see who wins. <clears throat> so, yeah, it'd be funny. So, carrying on in the championships, mm-hmm. congratulations to the University of Texas women's volleyball team. Yes, yes, they were ranked, uh, coming into the tournament, they were ranked second, um, second seed, and took on a top seed in Nebraska <clears throat> the whole time. Uh, I think the number – they won three they, straight sweats. They sets. knocked off three one seeds in a row. Yeah. At one point, Wisconsin, Stanford, and Nebraska. And Nebraska. They won 11 straight uh, was it sets or games or whatever. Yeah. I knew they swept Nebraska, cool. which I was like, that's kind of tough to yeah. do. Um, especially when they're out of five, you know, you don't even give Nebraska one. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch that one. I did watch uh, – what was it? Nebraska, who did Nebraska play on the other side? It was Wisconsin, Texas, and then Nebraska and somebody else played. I watched the Nebraska one. It was pretty yeah. exciting. They did set the record for most views in that game, too, for a volleyball game. And then Nebraska earlier in the year set the attendance record by filling up their football stadium. It was wild. Yeah. It was like six-figure attendance, 100-something thousand. And was, got a small little volleyball court right down the 50-yard <laughs> line. Your nosebleed with your binoculars. But that would have been cool to be a part of that. I know that stadium is huge. Mm-hmm. I've passed by it several times, and it is massive. Yeah. So this was the second straight championship for Texas. Back to back, yes. Yeah. And uh, do we need to talk about who they played and swept last year? Was it the Lady Cardinals. Or, it, oh, yeah. yeah. Louisville's been yeah. right there every year, and they were good when I was there. And, and um, whoever hosting the place, Katie George, went to school with her. Mm-hmm. She's a really, really great person, and she's doing awesome things in the broadcasting industry. But they have been they've been right there on the cusp like every year, and it feels like they're going to win it this year, going to win it this year, and then they stumble somewhere in the semis or championship, and it's just and it's heartbreaking. I'm, I'm ready for them to bring another championship to that university. So Texas did something that hadn't been done in NCAA women's volleyball history: win back-to-back titles via sweeps. Oh, interesting. interesting. And, and watching some of these. These teams, these girls play volleyball. That is impressive. Yeah, because some of these games can go either way. Yeah, they're doing like two minute, three minute volleys. Yeah. I'm like, I'd be wore out by then. Yeah. yeah, they definitely every every team that was in the at least final four had a, had a chance. They were mm-hmm. they looked dominant, especially with their sizes. There's some some big old gals out there, and I they'd beat you know a lot of the guys teams for sure. For sure, but yeah, congrats to them. Congrats to them bringing a championship to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and their football team has a chance to bring one too, so yeah. it might be the university that's got the most, uh, you know, they do like the points, Capital One points or what, bowl game points or whatever for what university, you know. So, yeah, we'll see how that is. Congrats to them. So from from one uh, team feeling good, let's go to Quinnen Williams of the New York Jets. Awesome story. Awesome story. So he's the defensive lineman. Yes. For the Jets, um, pledged to donate. How much was it? Two and a half million dollars this holiday season to single parent families in the Birmingham, Alabama area. Is that where he's from, or is that just near Tuscaloosa, or was it? He's um, a he's an Alabama product, didn't he? I think. Let me. It might just be his hometown. Maybe. Let, let me take a little. But yeah, that's awesome, especially for this time of year. I don't know how much, how many families he's going to donate to, or but that's going to change a lot of families. Christmas for sure. Uh, just a little bit helps. We had a thing with the fire department where we had a Christmas shop thing where 
we ended up giving, I think it was $125 per kid to go shop at Walmart, shop with a firefighter, you know, and they go around and shop. It was, they got a whole basket full of stuff. And I was like, man, that's something they would never got to do. So I couldn't imagine how much he gives per family or how many families he's helping out. Yeah. But 2.5 is, can help a bunch of, especially said single, single parent households, which I know it's probably tough around the year to mm-hmm. just make ends meet. You know, they're just trying to pay for the bills and let alone have their kids have a good Christmas. So, Good on him. Good on him. That's awesome. So he was drafted as third overall pick. Mm-hmm. He was born December 5th of 97 in Birmingham, Alabama. There it is. And went to school at the University of Alabama. There you go. Big I, old boy. He just got a big paycheck this year. He's worth every penny, though. He's mm-hmm. he's good and worth it. So that's awesome for him to give back. That kind of reminds me of the uh, Marshawn Lynch where he's giving turkeys out. <laughs> he's, I'm, going back to my, <laughs> I'm going back to my own town and handing out turkeys. And then, and, uh, oh, what's his name? I was like, oh, can I come with you? <laughs> yeah. I was cracking up, man. Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch is a uh, national treasure for uh, sure. Skittles? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just driving around on the golf cart and everything. There, the medical cart. Mm-hmm. But, no, good for him. That's awesome. I just wish – I mean, I wish you could hear that. I mean, there's probably players that do that all the time, but just never gets out of the news. That's when he was still at um... – West Virginia, right? West Virginia, yeah. Or no, Cal. Cal. He's Cal. Same colors, and I get yeah. them mixed up yeah. all the time. And I, I think I've always said West Virginia. I said, mm-hmm. no, it's Cal. I keep forgetting. Just cruising along the golf Yeah, right? just <laughs> jamming out, man. That's a, the best thing I've ever seen with him was when he uh, – when they did the, the lizard thing to his uh, – the run or whatever, his main run he had, they put that, that – Discovery Channel lizard scene with the snakes chasing and had his voice. He's like, I just stiff on. I kept running and it showed the lizard. It was like verbatim what he was saying. So I did like a live live feed of it. So if you haven't seen that, go look up Marshawn Lynch's uh, commentation on a lizard snake scene of the Discovery Channel. It's pretty funny. So I just kept running and kept running. I said, not today. So, yeah. So I got to do another one in person. Heck yeah! This was, another one in person. You know, and we had a had a little visitor with us in here listening. I'm glad to she us. didn't cough. She held her cough in yeah, the whole time. Yeah, dominating her game. Was watching. Yeah, she series. came in hacking. I was like, man, she's gonna be on the background uh, the whole time, and she held it in the whole time. She did. I don't know which direction it's going, but it might. I don't know. Uh, we'll see in the truck. I yeah, guess. we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. So yeah, got to do one in person. Hopefully, this is our best audio. Like I said, yeah. we'll keep getting better and better. Uh, we'll have to go back to the old Scott calls afterwards, and hopefully my wife can splice the two videos back together. Yep. <laughs> hopefully got, we can uh, you know, get together again so you, know, you can bring your missus with you. And yeah. Maybe we can set something up for the, the women to have a conversation. Yeah, right? we can get them on whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. About something. What do you be comfortable talking about? Well, she, she's a basketballer. There you go. She likes basketball. She, you know, she did a little volleyball. Yeah. She did I little, bet you're learning volleyball, though. Did a little yeah. cheerleading, you know. There you go. Well, she's a track was. Did it all? Yeah. Did it all? Yeah. We'll definitely get down. If it, for anything, just hang out. For sure. an episode, just hang out and get together. Um, we'll plan something soon. So I'll go pick up the wife from the airport. Yeah. Say hi, Kaylee. Hi. I don't know if that picked it up or not. <laughs> might be a little louder. A little mouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, glad we got to meet up. Glad we got our room. Yeah. We need to tell him to book this for us every time we come down. Mm-hmm. Just say, hey, I hate podcasts coming in. Yeah. Exactly. Clear the way. Throw the person out that's in here. Here's our credentials. <laughs> here's, here's my badge. Flip it, <laughs> flip it out. Flip it out. So, yeah. Thank you for another for joining us for another episode. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. We'll try to get one in January in. Episode 16 in January, 16, right? 16, yeah. So we're, we're cruising along pretty good. So Absolutely. we'll always end it with, if you like what you hear, Share it around with people. Get other people to listen. Uh, we enjoy having you, and hope you enjoyed. That's uh, you know, like we say every time. Send us questions, comments, concerns, what you want to hear, something we can change. I did check my email. It's all notifications from our TikTok feed because it, <laughs> it blew up on a couple videos. If you haven't followed us on TikTok, High Eat Podcast, it's I got some funny ones on there. Some good ones that's blown up. And it's like five hundred fifty something views, five hundred fifty thousand views. Dang. Yeah, and. Uh, Pretty, it blew up pretty good. So, yeah, if you're not following us on, message us, give us questions. We like to hear feedback. We'd like to get some guests on here. If anybody wants to join, we'll get somebody on here. If you if you know what you're talking about, we don't know what we're talking about. So, I guess you're credible then. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah, we're okay. still we're still currently working on getting some uh, 
yeah, guesting here. So, you know, it's not baseball season right now. We'll let everything calm down, cool down. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to have Bryce back on here. He's good. He knows hockey knowledge, our Canadian hockey expert. <laughs> I feel like anybody in Canada is more expert than anybody in the States. So, yeah, that'll give them their credentials. Yeah. So we'll have him back on for a short episode about some questions if anything exciting happens in hockey. So we'll get him on there and get some more guests and keep this thing rolling. Absolutely. Like always, brother, it's been fun. It's been a pleasure, man. Take care. You too. You be safe. Yep. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All right.